Good news, everyone. We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and later discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. <laughs> I'm Will. And I'm Trent. And we are NetHeads. What is NetHeads all about? Tune in Sundays on Smodcast Internet Radio for your full dose of tech gadgets, comics, movies, and TV. Uh, Trent, don't they get that already from the Geek Show podcast? Why should they listen to us then, Will? Because Kevin Smith said so, son. Listen to Will with his show, NetHeads. Live Sundays, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. This is not the episode of Geek Show Podcast. This is the broken news segment. The episode that follows is called, uh, let's see... It shows a definite lack of professionalism is the name of the episode, and uh, that will be oh blunt, uh, just very plain uh, coming up here. Uh, quickly, let's thank our uh, fine, fine sponsors, and then we'll get to the broken news. Uh, I want to thank uh, PC Laptops, of course, Dan the Laptop Man, featuring the Juggernaut. That's a computer so powerful. He says it can run two small countries or an entire galactic empire. Nice. I think it sounds dangerous, frankly, if it becomes sentient. Uh, it has the fastest processor, 12 cores, can hold two of the best video cards available today, also has one terabyte of solid-state hard drive, no moving parts. It sounds like me. Doc, uh, what? By, by the way, as uh, Marvel Comics taught us, nothing can stop the juggernaut. Exactly. Dr. Volt's <laughs> Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. If you get a hold, which is also known as a pull in some areas... Uh, you can get uh, 10% off uh, any uh, of your uh, dealings over $20, which is usually us. Uh, SecretCompassCollectibles.com, where you can get uh, the uh, – these are the high-end collectibles and costumes. The special edition Boba Fett mm -hmm. costume is just under $900 and looks awesome. And you don't have to put in all that work. <laughs> you just open the box. There it is. Instant Hi. gratification. Yes. Uh, Newmont.edu, uh, Newmont University. Get yourself a job inside of the Internet. They always have 
uh, classes available. And let's see. Oh, yes, join us on Facebook and Twitter. See us on Comcast, geekshowpodcast.com. New episode every Monday. All right. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the uh, the basement, boys. Mar- Yay, Mar- married at the movies. Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin. Uh, it is Big Movie Mouth Off. You can see on Comcast On Demand right next to us, Geek Show. Mm-hmm. We're all so, friends in there. Yes, indeed. We're blunt. Uh, all right, and that's a good thing. So I'm looking at the box office here. Uh-huh. And I know everyone is dying to find out how the zookeeper did. And uh, so... <laughs> I wonder if uh, TGI Friday's stock went up. <laughs> uh, I'll bet it didn't, considering we're finished. <laughs> Yeah, third place, uh, twenty-one million. It's uh, you know it cost eighty million Uh I think to make. Where did because of the seventy-nine million go? I I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Here's what we got though: Uh, uh, Transformers: Dark of the Moon remained a Goliath in its second only week. It has become the top picture of 2011 domestically. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, Horrible Bosses did really well, too. Good. It uh, came in second place. R-rated. You know, everyone's... I don't know why everyone's so surprised that R-rated comedies do so well. Mm -hmm. I think people who feel that way aren't really in touch with real people. Yeah. Because real people like these kind of movies. You know, I, I hear fucking Doug Wright all the time. When is Hollywood going to get the clue that... Oh, you want family movies? No, no. So, look, yes, look. It, <laughs> as clearly demonstrated by the $150 million Bridesmaids has made. Exactly. Yeah. Take a look at that. Some That's, people like people to say pussy. It's a perfect example. And uh, so, yes, you, you make these movies, make them good, and, and people mm-hmm. will go. You'll make money. It's doing gangbusters at Brewies. I know that for sure. Yes. Uh, but uh, Horrible Bosses, uh, uh, Dark of the Moon was uh, a huge. Uh, and then, then, of course, you got... Zookeeper. Uh, overseas, uh, the Transformers grossed $93 million for the weekend. Massive international cum. $384 million. Worldwide total of $645 million. <laughs> yes. I just thank, hope... Th- thank you, world, for encouraging Michael Bay to reuse footage. Well, yeah. I just hope that oh, Michael yeah. Bay's not like, God, they really like... It. Should I make another one? Should I make... Okay, I'll make another one. I'll make a four. I'll make okay, a four. Okay, I know I said I was done, but... Okay, if you guys want it. Y'all seem to like it. Michael, we don't want it. (laughs) Well, somebody must want it. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, uh, there you go. So, uh, between again, you've got Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides and Transformers 3 making the big money. Mm -hmm. These big, bloated, you know. By by the way, grab your shorts because you're about to take it in the ass both movies. (laughs) That That new Harry Potter's tracking at, like, record numbers. Oh, for uh, anticipation or uh... Uh, and what what it's expected to do over the weekend? They're, oh, yeah. they're talking record breaking. Yeah, I imagine so. And the reviews yeah. so far have been a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Last I saw, yeah. apparently shit happens. Shit happens. In yeah. the yes, you've had two feature links buildups. Something better happen. <laughs> yeah, it will. And I'm sorry, but I would prefer that to be the title: <laughs> Harry Potter. The ending. Shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. I like it. I wonder what it's going to do with a. Uh... Captain America. I I hmm. debate if uh, Cap will knock it out of the first spot. Uh, I, I don't I, know. I, I, I think they'll run neck and neck. Yeah, I think it'll be, be close. It's going to be a race. That's going to be the best yeah. one. It'll be close, but Harry, I think, will win. You've got an established you know, yeah. fan base there, and yeah. it's the last one. Yes. And, you know. it, it, well, the thing that fucks Captain, fucked Captain America is that it didn't do the July 4th date. Yeah. Thanks, Transformers. 
It would have it would have done great on July fourth. Yeah, and Transformers would have done just fine on July twenty second. Yeah, you know? it would have been just fine. All right, so there you go. You that's, screwed the pooch, Paramount. That's what's going on with that. <laughs> uh, let's see. And speaking of big bloated sequels, um, GI Joe two, Cobra Strikes. Uh, now it could, it could be fun. Who knows? I had fun with the first one because I just didn't think about it too much. <laughs> I just went with it. And uh, so they've cast the villain, uh, Ray Stevenson, who was uh, uh, Punisher Warriors 3. Uh, he was he Volstag. Was Volstag, yeah. Oh, and he, him. And, and he was in Rome. Oh, that's right, yeah. So nice. he, is, he is the villain. He'll be playing uh, Firefly. What? Who is uh, a member of uh, the Cobra organization, known as a saboteur, ninja master, and explosive expert. But I was hoping this was going to be the Zartan movie. <laughs> Why can't we get a Zartan movie? Boy. Or how about a Zomax and Tamot or whatever the fuck their names are. Uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, you know, you got uh, the Cobra Commander has a mask on, so it doesn't matter who's playing him. You know, you just have a voice and that's fine. So, but you got uh, the John Chu directing it, and that sounds promising. You've also mm-hmm. got uh, The Rock in it. Uh, but, but everyone else has pretty much been hey, well, and, and, kicked and, out. It's it's like an all-new cast almost. Even Channing Tatum? Uh, no, he's still there. Uh, but they've also got uh, in the movie, uh, let's see, uh, Adrian Palicki, mm, since, nom, uh, nom, since nom, Wonder nom. Woman didn't work out. Uh, RZA from the, Wu-Tang. The RZA and the, the RZA. Uh, DJ uh, Katrona and Eloidy Young. They just hired a bunch of rappers. <laughs> bunch of rappers, it looks like. So I, it'll be interesting, I, you know. But uh, when I when I heard Ray Stevenson, I went, oh, interesting. And, and here and here, I was hoping they were going to recast Channing Tatum's part with an inanimate block of wood. <laughs> <laughs> they could. He's so lifelike. He's they, so lumpy. They could. All right, now I got two uh, video games to movie stories here. Ugh. The big news was uh, Space Invaders. Beep, beep. Dump, 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 dump. I don't know how they're going to do it, but uh, it's happening. Instead of shooting it where I was, you should have shot it where I was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you want a Space Invaders movie, that episode of Future Round, that's the one one. you need. That's the one you need. (laughs) Go faster, down, you know. Increase speed. Go left, then right. Uh, let's see. So it's uh, it's uh, Lorenzo Di Bonaventura, who is the guy behind the, the Transformers and GI Joe movies. He's a producer, and he is also now ha- he's developing Asteroids, the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. At first, I thought you were telling me he was developing Asteroids, Wasn't and that, I said that sounded painful. that is sad. Uh, he is also uh, making a, a remake of Pet Cemetery. But this no. reanimated. This guy is just cashing in on nostalgia yeah. all over the place. Jesus. What else is up for sale? And then now he's got Space Invaders going. So I, I'm sorry. Who can deliver that uh, line in Pet Cemetery better than that little kid? I played with Bobby. I played with Judd. Now I want to play with you. That <laughs> <laughs> kid. God, it's so it's so awful. <laughs> it really is. That kid. He, yeah, oh, come on. Oh. The. The dramatic stylings of Dale Midkiff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. The episode is coming up, geekshowpodcast.com. We're just uh, wrapping up the broken news segment. The uh, upcoming episode shows a definite lack of professionalism. That's the name of it. Uh, let's see. Now, there's this uh, Drake's Fortune video game. Oh, uh, uh, is it Uncharted? Uncharted, Drake's yeah. Fortune. 
and uh, they're going forward with that. And uh, it's uh, David O. Russell. Yeah, it's got the potential what? to be okay. Yeah, David O. Russell is uh, the guy who's uh, into it now. Oh no, wait, it was him. It's now Neil Berger. Okay, I'm reading this wrong. Oh. Uh, David O. Russell uh, had a 200-page draft. And uh, it guy, ran guy. into creative differences. Yeah, that's the guy who made. That's, <laughs> that's the guy it. who made the fighters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Neil Berger is now the guy who's. Uh, he did uh, Limitless, which they say I guess was a surprise at the box office. I don't even remember. It's one of those titles, man. Limitless. It's a horrible title. Nobody. Yeah. What does that's it one, say? You know. Where, that's where, the Bradley where, Cooper one, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he took drugs and got even douchier. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, what it is, if you don't know, uh, Uncharted, Nate Drake. Is a treasure hunter, <laughs> a descendant of Sir Francis Drake, oh. the explorer. He believes he's learned the whereabouts of the fabled golden American city, El Dorado. <laughs> I'm, uh, I just, I don't care. I, it, it sounds kind of like a cheesy Indiana Jones. There's more here, yeah, and it's got like Spaniards and Nazis. It just sounds ridiculous, but uh, they're talking about uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, uh, playing it so. Mark Wahlberg is good if he has a good director behind yeah, he him. Yeah, w- he would be good with David O. Russell. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But Neil Berger, Neil Berger, that, oh, that guy actually got a shitty performance out of Edward Norton in The Illusionist. Yeah, <laughs> I actually like The Illusionist. Oh, that's right, it was The Illusionist. Yeah, that he but, did, yeah. But, but but that fucking British Austrian accent that he did. <laughs> what, what the anyway, hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's what I got. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Geek Show Movie Night coming up, which is free movie at the Broovies uh, here in Salt Lake City. Uh, this thirty uh, first Sunday yes. night. It's monstrous is the theme. Or yeah, is it, it, is, is, it is? is monstrous. So it's Godzilla two thousand. Yes, which is not the what, not the, the not not the Matthew Broderick. Not the Matthew Broderick. Godzilla 2000 is guy, it's man guy, in a costume. Guy in a suit. Okay, yep. great. That's <laughs> yes. what I wanted. Yep. And uh, then uh, Jurassic Park, the first one? Yep. All right. Nice. So there you go. It's going to be good, I think. So it's absolutely free, 5 p.m. Uh, 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 on the 31st. And what you learn from Godzilla 2000 is that there's a little Godzilla in each of us. Aww. That's the last line of the fucking movie. I'm not making that up. <laughs> really? It's yeah. that bad, huh? Oh, it's delightful. Sometimes Are you kidding? Delightfully bad. You just want to knock over a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little <laughs> better not be Godzuki. I hate that son of a bitch. No, no, um, no. All right. So then uh, the fifteenth, uh, the end of this week. If yeah. you're hearing this on Monday or Tuesday, uh, July fifteenth, we're going to be recording Geek Show live at Brewies Friday uh, night, starting uh, at about six p.m. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, come by and join us. And uh, you guys got uh, stuff. And then on July fourteenth at midnight, so uh, we're going to be doing a Harry Potter midnight screening. Uh, tons of prizes and goodies uh, at the Gateway. Uh, starts around 10 p.m. is when all the festivities begin, and then midnight we roll that movie, mm-hmm. and shit's going to happen. All right, shit's going down. And before that, if you feel like stopping by uh, Lucky 13, Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz is moving to Thursday for a week. Oh, oh, oh just, just for, for one, just, just for a week because week the uh, minor league baseball all-star game is... Is going to be that Wednesday, and Lucky Thirteen is going to get swamped. Lucky Thirteen's right next door to the baseball yeah. field, yeah. so <laughs> so, right. so so if you feel like coming down on Thursday, special guest host, 
Jeff Michael Weiss. Oh, way to go. Yay. All right, thank you. That, and means, then, that means there'll be sports questions. And right? the last thing is that uh, <laughs> a Big Movie Mouth Off has been approved and ready to go to give Captain America passes. Yay. So, so you got to like, the, uh, like go, the Facebook page. Like the page, and we'll tell you how to find those bad man pajamas. Cool. All right. A fickly. A fickly we will show you. Okay. Uh, so here is the uh, brand new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. It shows a lack of professionalism. Please to enjoy. Hey, it's Carrie and Tony. Hey. If, if you are familiar at all with Sir Terry Pratchett, you know he's a writer. <laughs> Very good, Carrie. And uh, this is uh, this is all about his Discworld books. There's a convention for the. I didn't know that there were 38 of these books. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating, and it is the Discworld convention. Could you tell us about Discworld, Tony? Well, Discworld is a round, flat world balanced on the backs of four gigantic elephants. Which, in turn, stand on the back of a giant turtle, the great Atuin. I'd like to party with Terry Pratchett, because I think he's got some good stuff. I bet. <laughs> it's the, uh, it is the uh, Discworld convention, It is uh, and Terry Pratchett is the guest of honor. Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. You need to go to nadwcon.org. That stands for North American Discworld Convention. NADWCon.org. It benefits the Orangutan Foundation and the Alzheimer's Research Trust, which are two of Terry Pratchett's uh, big, big uh, charities that he likes to support. So uh, if you're a fan of the Discworld books, this is certainly up your alley. You should make it to Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Uh, there's going to be the, the costume contests and, uh, you know, all the things that you expect from a sci fi convention. All the great con stuff. And uh, oh, death is a regular character. Oh, yeah. I've got us. I've got to read these then. The Discworld books, thirty-eight of them. Sir Terry Pratchett, guest of honor. Go to nadwcon.org. That's North American Discworld Convention.org. And remember, be nice to the cats. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection, where you will be seeing more and more of Shannon Barnson. That's right, because <laughs> of the DC revamp. I'm going to get all fifty-two of those things. I'm going to get a hold there. My first hold. Uh, if you get a hold there. You get 10% off every purchase over $20, and let's be honest, that's most of us. Am I going to get 10% off my disappointment, sir? <laughs> <laughs> that, Dave, cannot guarantee. Aww. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 <sighs> East, 3300 South. Go and see him. Uh, get a hold while you are there. That means that he'll just grab the comics for you. You don't have to be there on Wednesday. But not only comics, uh, I believe he will... Pull toys for you. He gets toys for me. Uh, t-shirts. Statues. All of that kind of stuff. If you look stuff. in the previews magazine, you see something you want, Dave will pull that stuff, put it in your hold. And get it for you. So uh, 2043 East, 3300 South, go and see Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, look for members of the Geek Show podcast while you are there. Yes. It's, uh, Dr. Volt's is Utah's number one comic book store, in my humble opinion. Friendliest. And be sure to tell him Geek Show says hey. Shannon suddenly became a racist. Wait, hold on. Hi, I'm a grown adult. There has to be a way we can blame Jesse James. The rumors now are that Scarlett Johansson didn't dump him. I want to be chief and talk in the cone of silence. <laughs> and then you bring in MMA midgets. I just saved the show. The woman's uh, ample. The name of which has just gone out of my head because I'm old. No, you didn't hear here first. From Scott, you'll never get that fish smell off of you. <laughs> Geekshowpodcast.com 
And we are back. Yay! 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 Oh, God damn it! Welcome. Yay! It's Welcome to the base show. Ice cream. It's a whole new show. Oh, I've got to say, this is uh, what is referred to as a dreaded third show. <laughs> it's and, the Redneck Geek Show. And I oh, have to say, shit. I'm disappointed in the... Uh, well, you know, because I, I got my friend John here from Avalanche, and I told him, I said, you better get your liver, you know, <laughs> ready to go, because it, it it gets pretty drunk in here. You know why about my level? And you right. guys are kind of disappointing got, me. And, you know, I have had more is. to drink than in any other episode That's true. ever. That's yeah, true. It's, <laughs> it's funny because there's, you know, a 12-pack on the table, and this is actually a light And those are day. just mine. This is a light day. <laughs> That's just, it's because um, the, the power duo has been split up. That's right. What? Is yeah. this the intervention episode for Jimmy, or is that next time? There, there's, there's I don't like, have a problem. There's 500 pounds of man between me and my sponsor, so how am I supposed to keep up? Well, that means you're supposed to drink more. Scott hey, is not 500 listen, dude, pounds. I drink... 480 shots. I drink this thing, this Superman thing, Thermos was full of wine. Yeah. I've been doing but my you, job. No, but you are a professional. That's Ugh. nothing. That's like a, I'm that's, a semi-professional. That's man. like you could put a stem on the bottom of that. I'm and not that's a professional how, anymore. And that's how much it would be. I'm not a professional anymore. <laughs> it's your lack of I'm professionalism. I'm in semi-retirement. I find your lack of professionalism. Well, I will assure you this. You're semi-retarded? God damn it. <laughs> that's Sarah Palin. I will, I will assure you right now. Okay. That I am semi-shit-faced. So don't worry about me being a total jackass Which when we talk on the show. You are my favorite Palin child, Shannon. <laughs> Scott Pierce. Am Shannon I annoying Palin? you? Scott Pierce, if you weren't the most fantastic and giving lover I knew, <laughs> I'd be so goddamn mad at you right now. Staring in those goddamn so, eyes so, of yours. So like, I get lost in them. You remember, know what, remember when we met and you went out of your way to annoy me and make me hate it's you? It's just because I felt an instant attraction to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You never did that with a girl? You classic, totally, classic romances. It's true. You totally misunderstood me if, when I walked up and asked you if I could push in your what? stool. I just, <laughs> they, were, they were at the bar. I they were pantless, too. I, remember, I, remember I wasn't Shannon, talking about your sitting device. I just remember Shannon telling me about it. You know, He was wearing this open shirt. His hair was blowing in the wind. Scott Pierce's me? that one hair when he had those dreadlocks, <laughs> one little hair. No, he had no, that no, dreadlock. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Lagoon. Oh, my they, went, they went to Lagoon, and a goose hit Scott in the face. It's been a story that I'm going to write a book about it, and Scott's going to be shirtless on the cover of it. Great, boy, that'll sell a lot. No, I plan to fail. No sales of a bear fucker. You probably. <laughs> you probably have, to have like at least three copies. Actually, it should be it. called um, "Cocked, Locked, and Ready to Rock: <laughs> The Bear Fucker Story." He was a bear fucker. Na, na, na. He loved those bears. Am I more like a pirate? If we were being accurate about it, wouldn't he be the bear fucker? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Who's, I think it's a pretty even match. Well, who's, who's taking charge? <laughs> and, and in all fairness, Scott, that's been your nickname on the show for yes, how long? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we're being accurate. Remember that ring I gave you that said BF on it? <laughs> <laughs> it was GFF. Yeah. It wasn't Beth. Best was it, bear fuck ring? it was Best By the way, fucker. for those of you who may have come to this party late, what's the name of the movie? Super, Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Yes, this is all because I laughed at the bear fucker. <laughs> you didn't laugh. You didn't laugh. You didn't laugh. I became, I became yes. 
like, I, like hyperventilated because I thought it was so ridiculous. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, motherfucker! <laughs> <Bear fucker. laughs> it makes me it. laugh. I mean, he snort right there. I just, just lost, lost it. It. <laughs> it was so dumb. It made me laugh so hard. It was. <laughs> it was painful. It was so funny. Who wants mustache rides? <laughs> I do. There we go. <laughs> there it is, your love theme right there. I love you, Scott Pierce. So Scott walks into the room. There's a bear <laughs> sitting on a chaise lounge. <laughs> his, Scott's like, his dreadlock bitch. blowing in the wind. <laughs> the bear's all. <laughs> I, I brought you some honey. <laughs> you can thistle. Uh, you can spread it on my din anytime. <laughs> Have we, do we still have sponsors? <laughs> Not oh, anymore. We figured out a way around that. We figured a way around that. Yeah, Sorry. they all pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> so does Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the same, as, same as Shannon. <laughs> Messes up my curtains. It's gross. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't wipe there. Right? I'm all sticky. That's how he marks his territory. Uh, That's my bitch. All right. Uh, so this is the show. This is the <laughs> show. Apparently, yes, it is. Wait, are we recording yet? Third show. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. There you go. Thank you. Uh, let's introduce. <laughs> do we want to introduce the panelists? Should we save that for later? Welcome back, uh, Comcast. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Good luck oh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just leave that whole first part out. That, Max and I have our work cut out for us. <laughs> it's a good thing that you guys don't use actual film because, man, you'd waste a lot of it. Oh, jeez. Did you see him cutting this shit? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to cut your shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. 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 Speed. Uh, action. All right. <laughs> Panel. Uh, John, Jeff, Jimmy, Carrie, Shannon. Scott Lee. Yay! Yay! We're the best! Visit our respective. Also known as the Osmonds! What? Visit our respective board sites at Facebook. Jeff Vice over there burping like a I know, why are we doing that? You're so crude. Yeah, because nobody else knows. So cool. We were trying so hard to make a classy show. Yeah! You have to do that. Ruining the show, Jeff. Yeah, immature. You're yeah. ruining the show. Yeah. I shaved my legs am, for this? I'm hell-bent on catching up to Jimmy. I just want you to know that all the burps were from Jeff, and I didn't do any of them. I know. Uh, no, no, this guy's contributing that would be to a lie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is this the show? <laughs> Apparently, yes, it is. Worst show ever. ever. We're doing a show. Coming from so a frat I, house. I hear you're we are worth all the money we are paid. I hear you talk about why the X-Men's hate the Negroes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do not laugh. There are what? accusations that X-Men First Class because is they, a racist film. Because they killed Darwin, right? Well, let me let me get to that. Uh, turn me up a little bit there. I uh, oh, sure. get the feeling that the... Wake <clears> up before you go, go. Yeah, would you please? Thank you. Uh, all right, here it is. Uh, this is uh, this is from a little uh, uh, Sci-Fi Channel website. Okay, latest controversy. Mm-hmm. Not the first time a popular film franchise has been embroiled in this. Of course, you got the jive talking robots from Transformers. I can't read. You got uh, shit. You turned up his mic and not mine. Oh, uh, you uh, you got the Jar Jar, right? Uh, Who I like to call. Jim I Robert can't Watson. read. That's even louder. Why are you? Yeah, what's going on with me? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> if you don't, if you're going to turn Tony around, wouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your Tony producer doesn't do drink. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so uh, here's here's what happens. I uh, thought you were like a professional radio guy. I, yeah, I'm retired. 
First Class X-Men First Class takes place in 1962. Yeah. Which is a pretty rough and tumble period for civil rights in America. It's pretty racist. Uh, This is a New York Times article. Taneshi Coates has this to say. Already biased. Yeah. But as First Class roars into its final climactic scene... It it appeals to an insidious suspension of disbelief. The heroic mutants of America, bravely opposing bigotry and fear, uh, are revealed as not so much a spectrum of humankind, but as Eagle Scouts from Mayfield. (laughs) Thus, First Class proves itself... Let me get to the final point. Thus, First Class proves itself not merely an incredible film, but an incredible work of American historical fiction. Here is a period piece for our post-racial times. In the era of Ella Baker and the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, the most powerful adversaries of spectacular apartheid are a team of enlightened white dudes. <laughs> there were more blue dudes than white dudes. Yeah. Well, no. There was a guy made of fur. And there was, we... a, there was a red dude. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. This is part of the problem. Uh, Nora K. Jemison, on her side, comments about this. Biased. Biased. <laughs> Nora. Yeah. Nora, clearly. Obviously, obviously it was, man. Clearly. So, <laughs> so here's what she said. The black guy died first. Right. It's a movie. But it's Darwin. Wait. So he was probably black because he needed to evolve to be a more supreme Wait. being. Yes. Nope. All, explained. all of the people of color, mm-hmm. including those mutants who can't pass for human, like Azazel and Raven, uh-huh. and less acceptable ethnicities, uh-huh. counting Eric's Jewishness here, uh-huh. ended up going bad. Uh, the lone brown woman of the story, Angel, yeah. was intensely sexualized. Mm, yes, she, she was, was hot! One of the POC on the I'd side... Like to, I'd like to intensely sexualize her. Okay. Um, one of the POC on the side of the bad guys. And in this case, I'm referring to the Spanish actor Alex Gonzalez, who's, who's likely to read as Latino to Americanize, even though he's European, Never speaks a line. He's just a mutant-powered thug in the background. Uh, yeah. Oh well. You know, as I was watching this, I there's the scene where Kevin Bacon comes, and I was like, <laughs> "What? Uh, he comes? Oh, weird. <laughs> that's weird." <laughs> but he's trying to, you know, convert. You know, come to my side, and and the first one, Angel goes over, right? Mm-hmm. And then Darwin over, and and you know, great, it was a sabotage. But I looked at the two sides and went, "That other side's looking a little honky." <laughs> you said that? I, in my mind, I really yeah. did. I was like, that I was like, you said honky? <laughs> you were watching this in 1974? Well, he did grow no. up in Tennessee. It is mm. a Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, worse. Tennessee. Same no, but I actually, in my mind, I did think, I'm like, mm-hmm. it just looked odd. Now, I'm not saying the film's racist. It just kind of seemed odd. But then Darwin was sabotaging the side. Um, I have not seen it yet. Yeah. Still really want to. But I'm going to say, sounds completely racist. <coughs> sounds oh, racist. And Darwin has probably one of the most heroic turns in the whole movie. Exactly. If, if we're going to talk about stereotypes, wouldn't he have been like, oh, damn it, I ain't taking this, I'm running. Feet don't fail me now. By the way, Carrie, can I see that? Isn't he Hispanic in the comics? Because there's just something I wanted to reread. Darwin's Hispanic in the comics. Is it like a Jeff Benny X-Men? Oh, okay. Thus, First Class proves itself not merely an incredible film, but an incredible work of America historical fiction. Yep, it's a fictional work, dumbass. Get over it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, fuck, really? Wait, oh, hold on. Oh, wait. Uh, there weren't mutants? In- so, wait, oh, wait, apparently but, but no. Here's actually. the thing Here's the thing that all the fanboys are gnashing their teeth about is why wasn't it the first five? You know, they actually kind of went out of the way. <laughs> We've got an Irishman in this. Uh-huh. We've got actually nationalities from all over the world in this story. 
Um, and we even have some representation of bad acting in this movie. So we're, we're not discriminating against anybody. <laughs> Thanks, well, I guess January. You could also argue that it would be historically accurate because I just watched that Freedom Riders documentary, and which was in actual 1961, and the white guys were trying to kill the black guys and their friends. And oh, but their point is, is all the black guys, all the all the people of color are bad people. They either turn, yeah, but but you know, she also mm-hmm. invalidates. It's invalidated mm-hmm. because Beast actually becomes beastly after everybody else, uh-huh. and he turns off. blue. Yeah, and he he's turn- there with them at the end of it, and uh, and 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 arguably the evil mutants led by Magneto at the end are being more proactive about advocating for. Uh, equality and equal rights for right, for, for mutants. That's always been Mag- Magneto's thing. That's what I've liked about him is he's not. Well, I mean, when he first came around in the '60s, he was just an evil guy <clears throat> that could uh, uh-huh. control it, uh, metal, right? But as time went along, he was like, just like you were like, ah, you know what? He, he's almost he, some of his stances. Well, he just sense. has a really different. Um, Outlook but on it, how things need to be done. But terrified white America could say he's like the Black Panthers. Exactly. <laughs> right. I but I don't think you can say that Malcolm X was a bad guy. Can we, can, can hmm? we just as a society stop shouting racism or misogyny at period pieces? And like, just, just stop. Wait, wait. Stop. So, Brian, were you saying that uh, <laughs> people of color were discriminated against in the 1960s? Well, they were, and so... What? It's, oh, it's, my God, what? Oh, racism! Oh, 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 oh you racist! How dare you! America. And if we portray that in movies, then God forbid. Dude, America's never done anything wrong, and you're an that's gonna be yeah. That's going to be like making Clearly. some mythical organization called Hydra to replace all the Nazis in a movie. Next thing you're going to tell me that they rounded up all the Asians and put them in, like, uh, concentration that, camps. That doesn't happen in a Sarah Palin America. No, because <laughs> there's only white people. In well, you see what they America. did there is they took all the Asians and they put them together uh-huh. in a place where they could share recipes and oh, rice. Like, yeah. like, and they like, called that China during the World War II. Well, see, I would I would only disagree with Brian in that I think there are times when you need to say it because it's true. But I think that as with other things, in this case, you're undercutting the argument because you're making a stupid one. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I mean, it's like it's like. This is a stupid analogy, maybe, but there isn't a show on TV now that there isn't some effort to save it once it's been canceled. And people cry because the Internet connects the 11 people who liked it. And so efforts to save shows are completely ineffective now. If you're going to cry racism at everything, nobody's going to pay any attention. Well, and that's, that, that's kind of what I'm saying, though, too, is, like, I can't watch a movie or read a book or hear about anything without somebody shouting racism or misogyny. And it's really... Well, I, I'm just sick of hearing I, What I'm tired well, of hearing is... There's, Brian is there a seems, huge fan of racism and misogyny. <laughs> there, seems to be, there seems to be only two races left in the world. There's white people, and then everybody else is somehow magically brown now. Latinos are brown, Asians are brown, uh, Africans are brown. Everybody who is not of uh, Caucasoid, like Caucasoid European stock is now brown. He said Can you hear that? Old, <laughs> Very good. Well, I want to know how that's not this article. This article goes on to say, did the film do enough to shine a light on systematic racism? It's a metaphor. Is it is is it too much time spent focusing on white male leads and not enough on women and people of color? I can answer this for you right now. You've got to stop looking at the story, the characters, and you've got to look at marketing. Plain and simple. It's not racism. It's marketing. It's not even... Because the dominant 
person who is buying this product is a white male. Well, it's also well, fix, it's also fixating on, on stupid things. And it's also mm-hmm. not and, a and goddamn I, I mean, documentary about civil the, rights. But I see do the, that myself because I was watching the yeah. pilot for Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And and very briefly, the, the concept of Alcatraz, is that is this, which is a mid-season show on Fox, mm-hmm. is that Alcatraz closed in the early 1960s because everybody disappeared. And now they're coming back one by one 50 years later, and they're the same age they were. And... We're wa- I'm watching this with my daughter, and the guy who's reappeared 50 years later goes to get on the boat to go back to San Francisco, and they ask him for his ticket. And I, being an idiot, said, they don't ask you for your ticket when you go back because you, you, know, you had to have a ticket to get there. <laughs> and, I, and then I said to myself, I'm wondering about the accuracy of this when the guy has suddenly reappeared 50 <laughs> right, years exactly. later. You that know. you have a problem with. And would they have been well, okay if they made Xavier a black man? Is that what they wanted? Well, or would we no. have heard about that even but, worse. But it's the main reason they probably didn't make Green Lantern a black guy. It's but marketing. What, but what's the main reason they made him a black guy on the cartoon, which is a huge so, cash cow there, for DC? There weren't any. There weren't any other black characters on the exactly. DC cartoon. That's, that's be, like yeah. like the, Pierce was the pointing Justice out. League cartoon had no other black. You're characters. doing your best to bring in some some uh, you know different uh, variations of different kinds of people for a for a mass marketed television audience. This yeah. is a purchase kind of thing. This isn't a, a, a yeah, distribution. A this is buying. And the problem that I have with this, and and we all fall for it, is that this person in the New York Times and this person with her blog, they're thinking about this as a story, like it's Shakespeare or something. Now it's good, mm-hmm. but you got to remember, we don't have writers in art anymore. It's marketing. It's, it's all a by product. All it's by sales. That's why you had the characters the way they were. Well, I would and, also uh, by the way, can I, I would... point out it's a fucking X Men movie. Yes. <laughs> May I point that out? Yes. And, and the fact that as an X-Men movie, it Jesus. actually managed to be a metaphor, which is what the X-Men have been for the last 30-some-odd years. They've mm-hmm. been metaphors for other social issues, mm-hmm. and they managed to pull that off pretty well. well so I, if let's stop looking at the brown people, people this, the brown people that. Let's look at it as this was a metaphor God. for whatever you want to fill in the blanks for. I fucking hate people. We talk, I honestly do. Big, big movie mouth guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? If Will Smith, <laughs> yes. If, yeah. if Will Smith had wanted to be the Green Lantern, would they have let him? I bet you. Yes. Uh, I bet, I'll bet they yeah. would. They would have. Uh, and I, you know it, what? It would have been a huge success. Yeah. What, yeah. And that's what you have to think about. Who, and he could have said, oh, damn. What What black actors have that pull besides Will Smith? Not many. Not many. I'd almost just say him. Martin Lawrence? Yeah. No, <laughs> no but damn, Shannon, you fine. Why, why didn't somebody pitch that? Why didn't somebody say, hey, let's do Green Lantern and let's get Will Smith? Well, he's too, he's he too busy making no. Men in Black 3. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, no, I think it's that. because uh, because it is a Warner Brothers studio, and you know mm-hmm. they've been putting a lot of effort behind the new Jeff Johns, uh, you know, story arts. Sure. Those are all Hal Jordan stories. Right. You want to, yeah. you want to, and they, they want to sell comics. Hal Jordan. And so yeah, you they want to sell comics. comics. Well, exactly. The reason why they just killed Bucky Cap. On a side note, is they want to sell comics. <laughs> is, yeah. is, uh, yeah, is yeah, first class the first mm-hmm. comic book movie to not have toys? The which one? First, first class. class. Yeah. They, they don't have toys, do they? <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, and that's a weird one because uh, hey, they right. said they said that the Wolverine uh, movies didn't or figures didn't sell well. The Wolverine figures themselves did not sell well, but the Colossus, Iceman, Cyclops, the Maverick, all of the other comic characters they made mm-hmm. were gone. You couldn't find them. Yeah. You know, the Deadpool figure they did for uh, Wolverine was awesome. But yeah, not a single first class action. You figure. know what's funny is they I think put Diamond out these, Select's putting some out. They put out these Wolverine masks for. Uh, for X Men, well, right before X Men well, came out, this That's is the, the uh, this is for Superhero Squad, actually. Mm-hmm. Is it? Well, it's like yeah. the one X Men thing you can get, <laughs> and my kids 
uh, one of my kids, when I took him to go see X-Men, he wore that the whole time because he wanted Wolverine. And he's in it for three uh, three seconds. It was more than enough for him. I ain't seen it yet, I you bastard. I don't know what you're talking about. The boots. I don't know you're talking about boots. So, uh, yeah, that, that is interesting. There's no first-class toys. I didn't think just, about that. Just a thought. Hmm. Okay. You well, guys, let's think about it and just stop doing the show now. It's what I think about when it rains outside. Actually, now that, now that I weird. think... I, I always try to figure out how I could drown myself <laughs> in the rain. If the puddle's big enough, I could do it. Now like, that I think about I it... I know turkeys can do it. Can I do it, too? Sure. Don't, turkeys? What the fuck? What are you talking about? Shannon, you, you guys can... know that turkeys are so stupid. Oh, they they look up they, and drown. they'll drown. They'll, yeah, they'll drown look up in the and rain. Go, go, go. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, big movie <laughs> mouth off, guys. Oh, mouth. yeah, you're you're right. I'm sorry. I don't know all about turkeys. Big movie <laughs> buttholes. I know they're delicious. They think they're you so cool down there at that end of the table. Right? Shannon and I are going to go do the turkey show podcast. Yeah. That's my real podcast, by the way. You guys are movie critics. You know plenty about turkeys. Job, turkey. Oh, oh, good one, Brian. Uh, Turn right. that mic back off. He's bringing it back to the <laughs> 1970s. I didn't even right hear it. Dino right. mic. Okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna head to the uh, the break here. No, let's not. Let's not. Oh, no breaks. Sure? Okay. Well, then, Ever. before I do though, let me ask you this question. Okay. Let's, oh, let's okay. leave till Brooklyn. Each of you. The music oh, question. Oh, oh. Take a drink okay. oh. And, <laughs> and think about this one. All I right. have a list of questions here that I call questions that will blow and or free your mind. And the Speaking of the 1970s. Follow. Yeah, that's, that's sort of what happened. Does it, have to, does it have to blow my mind? Shannon just did an in vogue joke. Use the force. Um, did you really? I missed it. Those Apparently chicks were sexy. To go around to leave. They oh. really were. Get the, with your mind? Yes! There you go, honey. Could you imagine so how cool that would have been if Luke had actually used the force to levitate a beer? In the ice cave? That would make him less better. of a douche. Yeah. So it would have been like, oh, go to the station and get a 12-pack of Coors. See, you know what? Nowadays, that would be like a Coors Light commercial. He'd yep. be hanging there, and all of a sudden, he'd break it out of the ice. <laughs> you know, it still can be. With CG, you could do that. Yeah. I, I think if Mark Hamill can no, no. dance with a vacuum. No, fuck that. Mark Hamill's got nothing to do right now. So, um, he'll be in that commercial. Uh, so, cars, uh, how much how much are you willing to shell out for oh, that? Oh, Mr. Lucas, we'd be willing to pay a lot of money for that. I, so, um, great can scene. I make a toy of beer with, of, of Luke can, with a cars? I think that the synergy we use, the we, uh, coming together, we can make that happen. We will give great. you. We'll give you seventy-five Lucas bucks. I envision this <laughs> this scene on in uh, this uh, this room in Bespin and. Uh, Chewbacca is throwing all these all these robots off of a conveyor belt uh-huh. to get to some beer. Sounds good. <laughs> but Lucas will will make it remake it later so that Luke drinks first. Coors, Coors. Chewie, are you drowning in Coors? Coors. It sounds like you're drowning in Coors. Yes, I think this great. Boy, boy, Coors. No, Jar Jar is the Natty Light representative. No, no, he would be the be Red Stripe, wouldn't he? No. Colt 45? Moin, moin, moin. Comes every time. Colt 45. Yes. Issa works every time. Woo! <laughs> Jar Jar is going to endorse fried Colt chicken 45. and watermelon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Back to the X-Men. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, well, anyway. now, now, I want you to think about the past 23 minutes. Didn't I just blow them up? And I'm going to ask you all a question, and I want you to answer it. Who is the most racist? No, I want you to think about. I am not. I was. I was mocking it. I wasn't endorsing it. I don't know. I think Hitler said that. 
That <laughs> just went out of control. I am, I am not condemning. It was them. a joke. No. God damn it! It was a joke. No one gets my jokes. Why are you so too angry? Far? All right. So here, you're just prejudiced against old people. <laughs> I can't be. I am old people. Spartan um, loves the Jews. Okay. Think about the past 24 hours. Oh lord. Uh, tw- 24 minutes and uh, <laughs> answer, and answer this question before we go to break. Sure. How old, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? It depends on are we talking about first thing in the morning? I don't know. 80. Oh, have I, have I have I figured out that the sun actually wrote that we go around? Did you count them all? No. Are you okay. asking my maturity level? I'm yes. asking you how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? I'm this many. 30. <laughs> I I decided the other day an immature While watching 30. the news, twelve. All the wiener, <laughs> all the wiener headlines made me laugh really hard. <laughs> and, and I kept sending you pictures. So yeah, I'm, yes. I'm probably thirteen. <laughs> I'm sorry, you sent him pictures of wieners. Yes. No, he did. He kept sending me uh, screen captures of uh, Anthony Wiener headlines. And we, we just, is it Wiener waits for his <laughs> wife to get home. <laughs> By the way, Carrie, yes. me, me having been the philosophy minor in college. Oh, that's right. Uh, I would still be my same age, whether I know what my age is or not. Shut up. Shut up, tricky question. Dude. Dude. Da, 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 da. I know that Blueberries. I Blueberries. <laughs> I often make a sound in the woods. Oh, this is myself. like trivia questions. Ooh. Yeah. I thought this was like a serious question. No, it's like, it's just, you know, it's one of those where you're sitting around a bar and you go, oh, boom. Maybe zero. No, it makes you go, dude. I'm very immature. You got to listen to the wording of the questions. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? Yeah, fucking the same age. No, it's one of those philosophical. No. It's not a trick. Didn't I 30. Blow your man? It's not a trick. It's philosophical. 30, which would be creepy because I have a 23-year-old child. Look, here's, here's another I one. I don't believe in philosophy. I'm American. Because look, see, this is completely philosophical. Okay. What is the one thing you'd most like to change about the world? That's not a trick question. I wish, I wish that... On that day that the world was supposed to end, uh-huh. that all the gaudy people had been taken away. Yeah. <laughs> just, but they would think they were right. I just wish. But I'd, I don't care if they went away and left us alone. It would be good. Yeah. I just wish I'd been. They'd the guy be right, and I'd be right. That came up with the storyline where people got superpowers from touching boobs. <laughs> Here, honestly, <laughs> wow. honestly, I watched this anime show this morning at like five thirty, <laughs> and people were getting superpowers from touching boobs, and I thought, why didn't I think of this? Because. Uh-huh. If you I think gonna, about it, they're magical. If I was going to answer this honestly, I mm-hmm. would say that people with their outdated spiritual beliefs you in would do, our country. You would do away with religion? Uh, didn't ha- well, Probably do away with religion because I don't think it does any good mm-hmm. I think for the does. most part. I think it does. I think the people that do good things based on their religion would still do, do good, good things. things. Yes, but well, I also know a few people who uh, know a guy in, uh, in Oregon who was strung out on meth. And if he hadn't, he needed that. He needed that very, very badly. He would have found something but, else. But I do, don't think he would have. But do the religious people do good things because they want to or because of fear? But I think that depends. I think, I think there are some. Fuck who, it. Uh, I think there are some I wish really we all had superpowers. I think there are really good touching people. touching boobs. I like Shannon's answer. And I wish our – and I also like Lee's answer. I would, touch, what I would change is that we would touch, touch more boobs. boobs and get, first time we touched boobs, we'd get superpowers. You know, if, if every time I touched a boob, I could cure a heroin addict, so that would be awesome. <laughs> Damn. I'd be like, lady, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Yes. I'm saving lives here. No, seriously, look at this heroin addict. 
No, but it'd be one of these things. Oh, my God, there's there's this meteorite hurtling towards Earth, and you're just like, give me a dent! I got to touch a whole hell of a lot of boobs real quick. And then I'll save everything. I just can't wait till you snap one day, and I'm watching the news, and they're like, local <laughs> art crafter Lee George Cage was caught grabbing boobs, saying that this it would give him I'm powerful, I'm powerful. And then Shannon's going to be like, damn it, he stole my thunder. <laughs> See, my answer to that question would be very... Tommy, I, I wish that. Uh, oh, yeah, Jesus. I know. Here right? comes uh, Brian Young. Frank, I would make it by watching black the, and white oh, movies. To throw oh, the turd comes, in the punch here bowl. Here comes Ursa Major. I want my own starship. Right. Oh, he, I can even hear him with his mic off. Oh, yeah. Jesus. All right, and that FDR's second Bill of Rights oh, was actually like originally in the Constitution, so that everyone had a right to a job and a right to health care and a right to a livable wage. Comrade. Comrade Young. Oh, That's an easy one. You're tired of ruining this country, sir. I want to give you a job. Yeah. And some health care. I want to give you a job, Jimmy. Yeah. What's Planting that? tulips. Mm. God. Is that a sexual you know what? Yeah. Get okay, lips over my... Yeah. Oh, when we okay. get back from the break, you're going to waddle back inside. <laughs> After I got to see this. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tulips. Philosophically. <laughs> Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man for BC Laptops. I'm so excited. The new class-dominating 2012 PC Laptops Annihilator 767 has finally materialized. It has an amazing Intel Core i7 processor coupled with a blazing GTX 45 video subsystem, 16 gigs of RAM, and dual half a terabyte solid-state hard drives. Blam! Suddenly, you have the PC Laptops Annihilator 767. Whether you're running a powerful business, conquering the virtual gaming universe, or designing hyper-warp tachyon space-folding technology, you will be at an extreme advantage with the Annihilator 767. And best of all, PC Laptops laptop computers come with a lifetime service warranty. That means you're covered forever. And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest financing, for a year, OAC. So get yourself an awe-inspiring Annihilator 767 at any one of our nine PC laptops locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we really love you. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors. All right. Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts, one-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them? They are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice accurate movie collectibles so go see them give them some love from geek show tell them geek show says hey secret compass collectibles.com all one word secret compass collectibles.com do you crave the beep beep boop of new technology does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of that new tech gadget 
Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. And we're back. <laughs> I need a drink. The terrible people. <laughs> All right. Jimmy sucks. Oh! <laughs> Love you, Dad. Did he not perform That's for a, Shannon? You're I not my real world. dad. <laughs> I like the dog better. I want to go live with my real dad. All right. He can play pay for something. Uh-huh. He can pay for your rehab. How, uh, <laughs> how many of you have seen Human Centipede? Yes! No, 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 that's I have never, never, no, ich, no. I'm not allowed. Scott, Scott, not, Scott called, I don't want right, to. Right. I don't want to talk about this. Scott Scott's called got, that a Saturday night. Scott's got one in his basement. Scott, if you're having this much trouble without knowing what is on this paper, you are going to curl up in the well, corner. Yeah. And die. The difference, though, Scott made his human centipede out of minorities, so he doesn't really consider oh. it. Oh. Now I'm getting pissed. <laughs> As I said off the air, it's not like I was making fun of Jar Jar Binks for being racist. I'm actually racist, you son of a bitch. Okay, you guys, drop Scott, it. All right, Scott, okay. Scott, drop it. You guys, it's going to be hell when we do I had two sips of beer. <laughs> Scott, you guys, just, no, 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 stop, stop. You guys are going to fuck up my Saturday night once me and Scott get home because he's going to be so mad. Hey, That's right. you got it. Well, don't you like the angry sex, though? No. Yeah. No, no. no. Him, especially because their favorite position is called the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I want to say, Scott, Scott, hate breeds hate. That's true. Hate breeds hate. I hate you. And, uh, and thrive on okay. it. And hate and breeds to suffer. Let, all right. let Captain America. <laughs> America! <laughs> so... Does this play worse on the podcast because they can't see I, us laughing? I don't know. <laughs> For those who have not seen Human Centipede, uh, you're lucky. <laughs> who wants to explain it? I no, oh, no. Oh, oh. I, I I actually yeah. lived through it. An, an evil scientist yes. okay. kid, kidnaps a bunch of people. No, 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 no. You have to say it's two dumbass bitches. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really, and, and, and driving through Georgia, and, 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 Asian, Vic, and, and an Asian person. Yeah. An Asian person. But it was a guy, Or as Jimmy right? says, off the air, Chinaman. No, and, I got that from my dad, Scott. And an evil scientist surgically <laughs> attaches them all together. I believe... Con- connected by the digestive system. Yes. And, and there's a lot of ass-to-mouth going yeah, on. Ass-to-mouth. So mouth. Mouth. So you're, you're not to you're seriously not going to read the synopsis of the second movie, are you? Oh. Yeah, with the, with the human, with the, with the, human with the wallpaper masturbation. There's with a the, lot. The sandpaper There's not not just the synopsis, but it's already been banned by a country. <laughs> yes, yes. which yes. country? And after reading why they banned it, I uh, I banned it in my country. Uh-huh. <laughs> but 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 I should. What's point your country? Kadistan. Probably has banned human centipede prob- too. The the most notorious scene in human centipede is the feeding sequence. Feed her. Feed her. He's like, I don't want to poop in her mouth. Yep, that's exactly no, what happens. That's, but, and he's like, no, I don't want to. Uh, no. Uh, no, the, the, the guy no. in the back goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they did this on South 
Park. <laughs> yeah, so this, this is what it's based on. Well, there's a sequel. <laughs> Yay! Human Centipede 2. In 3D. Uh, I want it to be called... The is human it in 3D, for real? Oh, Jesus. I want it to be is. called the Human Millipede. But it's already been banned by Britain. Okay. <laughs> you won't see it in England. No. I'm not even on, England. Not even on DVD. This is a country that just got to see Clockwork Orange, what, a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's here's here we go. And again, this is not for the faint of heart. Or Mr. their 15-year-old sons. Mr. Pierce, you may have to leave. Yeah, actually, Max probably should leave. I'm going to vomit. <clears throat> Human Centipede 2, the full sequence, tells <laughs> the story. I be rolling? I, sure, you, nah, you'll I'd... be fine. You'll be fine. Sure. Just mute everything. There, there are some things you'll have to cut away from. Okay. For the most part, this is... Because it's mostly about how it was banned in Britain. I, I guess oh, okay. a lot of shows show people thrown up now. I can't wait. Uh, Human Centipede 2 tells the story of a man mm-hmm. who becomes sexually obsessed with a DVD recording of the first film. Okay. Oh. So it's just a guy watching the first one. It's kind of like spanking it. watching the like first Blair movie. Mm-hmm. He imagines putting the centipede idea into practice. Unlike the first film, the sequel presents graphic images of sexual violence forced defecation and mutilation, and the viewer is invited to witness the events from the perspective of the protagonist, whereas in the first film, the centipede idea is presented as a revolting medical experiment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fanciful, uh, with a focus on whether the victims will be able to escape. The sequel presents the centipede idea as the object of the protagonist's depraved sexual fantasy. This is this is the board of directors of yeah. like the people who let movies in Britain or Why not. Decide yeah. This, this is their shown. decision. All right. You shall enter. Here's what they said. What a horrible job they have. The principal focus is the sexual arousal of the central character at both the idea and the spectacle of the total degradation, humiliation, mutilation, torture, and murder of his naked victims. Examples of this. Here we go. (laughs) Ratchet up. This is some hardcore shit. Include a scene early in the film in in which he masturbates while watching a DVD of the original Human Centipede uh, Centipede film. Now, can I ask you, is the actual Centipede film or does he get like, is it like a guy that lives in that universe that gets a DVD? No, the movie's real. It's a guy just watching the movie. Stupid. It's Blair Witch 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, so he's meta. So he masturbates while watching the DVD of the original movie. Oh, but that's not with sandpaper wrapped around his penis. Oh. oh, and a sequence later in the film, which he becomes aroused at the sight of the members of the centipede being forced to defecate into one another's mouths, culminating in the sight of a man wrapping barbed wire around his penis and raping the woman at the rear of the centipede. And see, this doesn't need to be. So, mm-hmm. It yeah. really does. I agree. So. There is little attempt to portray any of the victims of this film as anything other than objects to be brutalized, degraded, mutilated. Anyway, it goes on about why they have it, and this is this is their final classification and guideline. Poses a real, as opposed to fanciful, risk that harm is likely to be caused by potential viewers. That's why it won't be seen. They think that someone will see that it. Someone watching yeah. this. We'll get ideas. Uh-huh. Probably right. But might I suggest that a young teen couple watching Romeo and Juliet might get ideas, could sir. get ideas to kill themselves. Well, that's very Blue Oyster cult of you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just wow, saying. The 70s return. Um, I got to say, I didn't see the first one mm-hmm. because the whole idea of it. 
It was gross. Disgusted me to my core. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but the first one was allowed in Britain. But the first no, one sure. was also very much... It was like a horse. So you know, okay, well then yeah. let me let me ask you this then. So it's okay to sew people mouth to ass as long as you're not getting off on it. Yeah, I guess. No, look, I here's the thing. That sounds like more torture porn, and I fucking hate that genre. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most disgusting, terrible, like those hostile movies. Mm-hmm. The, I, I saw the first one because I liked um, Cabin Fever. I liked yeah. Cabin Fever. I love the first one. Uh, I watched Hostel. It disgusted me. I'm like, I, like, and I'm not obviously easily disgusted. I was disgusted, but I loved it. No, I yeah, fucking with, hated it. I'm with Carrie. And I. See, I, I think they've represented a lowering of the bar and standard for filmmaking in the horror genre. So what you're saying is it's okay to show people being so nasty mouth. I'm not. I don't think that it is. Position. I'm saying the whole genre. Is not something I like participating okay. in. Like the Anybody Saw movies? Enjoy- Fuck the Saw movies, I love I, Other people I can love enjoy them. it however they want so, to. I don't so care. should we ban them? I don't think we should no, ban them. I don't, think, I don't think they should be banned, but I think I'd like to know the what worst the, goddamn the, thing the, the idea of that sequel just sounds stupid. I, I hate remakes that or, or sequels where it well, basically just takes the first movie and, just, and does... Well, we're not, we're not talking did, about whether did, they should be made. How did no, they get past the Hollywood producer? I don't think exactly. we're made in Hollywood. So uh, honestly, that that brings up the good point. Yeah, it's not that American. brings up a really good point. Mm-hmm. It's not something I want to see. Mm-hmm. It's not something I have any any desire to see. It's not yes. something I necessarily want to talk to anybody else about. Uh, yeah. Not wanting mm-hmm. to see. But ultimately, should it be banned? Nah, really, no. people should make up so, their minds about like, it. Now, uh, the people ab- absolutely. I had no desire to see the first Human Centipede. Mm-hmm. Charity really wanted to see it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm not gonna fucking watch that movie." Mm-hmm. So she went over and watched it with, uh, I think, Mike and Beth at Micah's house. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, oh, "You know," and then I divorced her. Oh no, I'm just joking. <laughs> that didn't happen. She was but, banned from. <laughs> she was Barnson stand. Yeah, but um, I I I hate it as a genre, but I don't. If you, that movie just sounds it's that not, gross as no, shit. No, but if though. you're that disgusted by it, I go back to the whole it's, uh, George Carlin. He said, "Don't fucking watch no. it." I don't. No, I'm not. Yes. Then I'm don't, not. and that's fine. Right. Right. Absolutely. For for example, if if monkeys are, are uh, if movies are nothing but monkey see monkey do audience ship, which then, is what Britain then, is saying. Yeah, essentially, then are they telling me that in, uh, people in England will watch Mr. Popper's penguins, grab a penguin and squeeze on it to see if it'll shit in the toilet? The that's thing, what they're saying. Yeah, the exactly. And I just don't I'm buy that argument. I'm not surprised about this, though, is like you guys said, they haven't been able to watch Clockwork Orange up until a few years ago. They banned the sex pistols. Like, they have, they have weird laws. This is a very laws. long They don't believe in, in, of this. Well, in I mean, I don't, I don't even understand exactly <laughs> how this happened, but there was, because I don't know, well, there was a, a a star soccer player who had an affair with someone who was on, like, the English Big Brother. And he went to court to get some kind of order preventing anybody from reporting on his part in this affair so that it couldn't be reported in the press. Now, he was such a douche, he didn't include the woman that he was having the affair with. Of course not. But, I, you know, it, it's a different world that I honestly don't understand how... You know, n- nobody here could go to court I, to keep I, people from reporting on them having an affair. I think there's a big... Th- as much as we like to think that the Brits are basically like us culturally, there is a different 
very culture big, and a set difference. of laws and a completely well, different. And they area. don't season their food. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> the last time I was there, there were all these French people. Well, I was. Uh, I've been. I've been to London five or six times. Have you been to France? John just got. I have, have you seen my underpants? I have. Just barely. John just got <laughs> back from London. I have. Um, culturally, I'd like to think that the Brits are kind of, in a way, a little bit more advanced. And then I read this. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an argument yeah, to be made, so. too, that they've given this thing the kind of publicity you can't possibly buy. Absolutely. You That's know, kind of like yeah. KSL Every, saying it wouldn't air the... Exactly. Right, so you'll see, like, on, on the uh, band in Britain. Yeah, everyone in Britain wants to see this now, and everyone in Utah wants to watch the Playboy Club. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, you've been there most recently. I've been to London in 10 or 12 years. I mean, uh, culturally, you've got to read for them. Well, you know, it's it's a it's a hard read for me. I mean, I think that you know what Scott was talking about with the super injunctions. I mean, there's a whole distinction between you know the nobility and the commoners, and even though that's mostly been abolished, I mean, I think that's still kind of around. Mm-hmm. And the idea that government knows best is still kind of a shadow that lurks. Well, and and you know? they you know uh, John Lydon said it best that you know God save the queen, the tourists are money. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're there. But this this statement from them really, really bothers me, where they say it poses a real as opposed to a fanciful risk that harm is likely to be caused by potential viewers. So, well, I mean, I, could see- I mean, if you listen to that statement and how they're saying it, what they're saying is, is that the rabble, these are not the regular people, these are not the commoners, these are the government, the rabble is so stupid. I I kind of and, interpret that differently, and I and, do too. and easily yeah. manipulated. I, I, that's, not what I, that's not that's not what I'm seeing it as. And impressionable. No, that's not I what think I'm saying. I'm, what I'm what I'm hearing what here. I'll probably what, agree with what you. I'm hearing here is they are very concerned, not that the rabble is going to hear this and see this and be influenced by it, but that some lunatic is going to see this and be influenced by it and then hurt the rabble. Right. So, because what I'm what I'm going to say. Can I? Okay. Do, I want to follow up what he's saying. Okay. It's a lot easier. To uh, wrap your dick in uh, sandpaper, in, in, no, in uh, barbed wire and rape somebody, then get four people together and sew them together, ass to mouth, <laughs> yeah. and make their digestive tract. Can I ask a question here? Yes. Okay. Would you, you just be did. okay with them banning it if it came out and they did have a rash of people trying to rape girls with barbed wire on their penises? I would be okay with that. That's their own decisions. Because here's you can't here's, control a population. Well, here's no, the thing. I mean, like I, we're banning this because we're worried about one what one guy might do. Maybe they know something about their populace. We I don't. Think, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think obviously somebody's been to Derbyshire. Um, no, 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 no. I, well, I think I think that's what happens when you put vinegar on French fries and call them chips. Those are good. Those are good. I agree. That's the only way I could eat them now, yeah, asshole. Vinegar on French fries is good. <laughs> I'm rape you later. I mean, there is a bigger question as to what. At what point the line is, and I'm I'm going to ask the question, and I'm gonna, right. and I don't know what the answer okay. is. Do you should we? I don't think this is a, a huge leap from this. Should we televise executions? Yes. No. I don't think <laughs> and I say I'm not sure. I, I'm not actually not sure what mm-hmm. I think about that. Depends on the criminal. I yep. think I think if you're going to put it on a a station where it's there, but that my kids can't watch it unless I'm aware of it, then maybe. Maybe, maybe, but I think they should only. Who's, who's going to be watching the execution? You're the except. I think tens of millions of people. You're absolutely right. Well, I think let's, they should only um, show the television. Uh, if, if the criminal that they're uh, executing is really charismatic or British. My, I mean, <laughs> I, this, this is just anecdotal, but my observation is that you are the exception to the rule, no, and I that wouldn't. you actually 
pay attention to what your kids watch well, on yeah, TV. Yeah, they don't watch TV unless we're home. And, 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 but I think that that's absolutely – I mean, I, and I applaud you for that. I think mm-hmm. that's great. But it's also been my observation that most kids, their parents let them watch any damn well, thing they Because every kid's but, got a fucking TV in their bedroom, for but, God's but sake. But is that our problem? That that no that there that there are parents who are not watching their kids. Is it that, could be eventually. Eventually, well, eventually the, they end but, up in but, Shannon's fourth grade class. No, right? no, what I'm saying it's it could the be eventually. That's made. If, if, if your kids can just could be. Your I know, could be, but card. it's not a giant leap, Carrie. That I'm talking about. We're worried about what one guy might do. Yeah, well, I this. think they should just ban it because it sounds fucking terrible, and I think the devil made it. I mean, that's <laughs> the argument. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I fuck that movie. But the thing fuck about that movie that's ass, and okay. I don't think it's like an important. Well, and the I heard that movie would like that. I'm not saying it's, it's important. not important. <laughs> fucking With work of art that the world is going to miss out on. Now, hang on. If I'm a not, bunch of fucking idiots, hang on. Get to watch I'm that not goddamn movie. saying it's a work of art. No. I'm not categorizing. I'm saying ban it. Any of them from the earth in any more one. In my in my world, art. Listen, in my world, art, music, all of it. There's not one better than the other. It's all the same to me. That's whether I like it or not. Okay, I will put Shakespeare next to Frank Miller. Okay, I will do the same thing. I'll say it's all the same to me. Next to Daniel Steele. So my question to you is: Do we ban Romeo and Juliet? No. No. Why? Because it stood the test of time. I don't care. Okay, I'm but looking, it's not like Shakespeare wrote a fucking book about a guy I, and, and, and let me, let me agree with Carrie. Let me agree with Carrie. So, I say William Shakespeare's human And then he doth wrap his dicketh. Hang on. And sandpapereth. Listen to this statement. Yes. Poses a real as opposed to fanciful risk that harm is likely to be caused by potential viewers. Okay. I can make that argument about Romeo and Juliet. Absolutely. And be more accurate... Than uh-huh. Human Centipede 2. Can I jump uh, in for just a second? Sure, sure. And Which, I'll tell you why. Oh, go ahead. Because it's more likely that two teenage kids are going to be in love than someone is sewing people ass to mouth. <laughs> yeah, but that's not happening to Human this. Centipede 2. It is. Yeah, it is. He's getting off on it. Right, well, no, he, but he's right, ra- and then he's using he's that movie to go, on it and then the go raping okay. people. But how likely is that to happen as opposed to two um, teenage I would kids say 95, 95% I, likely. You're more likely to have this. <laughs> to, 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 to which I would just say this. How likely is it that someone is going to masturbate with sandpaper? <laughs> or fucking barbed wire. We're, we're talking this, about it. This, uh, we're Can talking, you even buy talk, barbed wire? We're, um, we're talking about real as compared <laughs> yeah, to fanciful. We're talking know. about real as compared to fanciful, and I'm sorry. Obviously, the, sir, the you've potential. never jerked off with sandpaper. Clearly, clearly I have not. It's a rough experience. And, <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what my problem with them banning this in England is. Yes. Because there's another layer of control. Yes. If they allowed it in Britain... What movie theater chain would book it into there to yeah. have people watch it? Seriously, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the first Human Centipede well, didn't get wide release in America. No, did it? it didn't. No, it was, it, was, uh, it was very small. It was pretty much a CD, uh, DVD sensation. It played in some theaters, I, but not really my, anywhere. My other argument about you and Romeo and Juliet, yes, is nobody impressionable enough uh, to want yeah. to kill themselves. Is going to cite. Are, are going to get to the end of it because it's so fucking boring. Yes. <laughs> and then the other thing is, Carrie. Carrie, we're talking about apples and oranges here. Romeo and Juliet. It's just two less teenagers. Human Centipede, obviously we took a hot piece of ass off the market. <laughs> it's just ruined forever. I agree. Well, that yeah. ass was all now, stitched up. As anyway. weird as this so sounds, gross. the best... I, I'm going to talk about a Simpsons episode. Great! Because <laughs> there was the episode of The Simpsons where Marge got uh, led the effort to have 
the itchy and scratchy um, cartoons edited to take out the violence. Yeah, I remember and, this. And, frankly, I think there's an argument to be made about violence on television. But anyway, she was hailed as a hero, and then she had second thoughts when uh, the Statue of David came to Springfield, and they, wanted to, and they wanted to ban that because he was naked. And have Marge be the spokesperson and, yes, for them. Yes, and it's like, where do we draw the line? And I think that that happens a lot. Where do we draw the line? And, that's, and, and then that's the question that carries. I say it's right after Human Centipede 2. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's my point, is that where you draw the line. That means that someone has to decide what is art and what is not. Yes. Well, I, absolutely. And, well, and, 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 Lee, I love you. And you got to remember before you get into this. I, I never said it should be censored or no, banned. No, exactly. No, yeah, exactly. No, you're right. But, but, you I did, did. but you did have one specious argument in there, What's which that? was that Romeo and Juliet has stood the test of time. And let's suppose <laughs> society 500 years down the road declares that Human Centipede <laughs> 2 is a work of art. Let's pretend. Let's pretend. Okay. okay yeah. I don't want to be part of that society. In the year 2000. <laughs> so, so they all got penises made of barbed wire at that point. <laughs> who, knows? who knows? Seriously. I, I, I'm just saying, then who was Britain to have banned it Man, that shit could be so much hotter if she had someone's ass sewn to her mouth. I'm with, I'm with Vice on that one. There's something I, to be said about the fact that people who are in Britain and consume entertainment in Britain are governed by the laws of Britain, and they have consented to those laws. Absolutely. And if it's in the purview of those people who decided that this wasn't okay to ban it, that if they don't consent to that, then they need to make a change in their government to prevent them from happening in the future. But, really, but until then, these guys have every right to do what they need to in their country according to their laws. Well, but again, growing, growing up when I did and seeing the Sex Pistols rise, okay... There were people who were saying, you're not playing that on Britain Radio 1. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that these guys have... Back then, they were a genuine threat to society. Mm -hmm. Like a public threat. Seriously. Well, but seriously, if if those censorship boards had realized they were only going to put out one album, they wouldn't have put out all of that. (laughs) Like, seriously, they're just going to press that album 17 million times. Look at the difference between the U.S. and Britain here, though. This is a government agency, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We have the MPAA, which I hate, mm-hmm. but they're completely separate from the government and have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. The government doesn't censor movies. The government doesn't look at movies. And for as long as you can remember... Well, I get a question for you, though. Living where we live, do you think if we had a statewide election saying, should the state of Utah form a board that decides what... Is what can be put on movie theaters, what can be put on television. My fear is it would pass. It it would pass. (laughs) And I I realize it would be declared unconstitutional. I'm just saying that I I don't know that we're that different. I think that there are are a number of people out there who think (laughs) – I'll get in trouble for this. I think that there are people around here anyway who aren't that different than the Taliban, that it's a difference in degree, but the, philo- the basic philosophy behind it is the same. That and we and our religious beliefs should rule over you poor, unenlightened souls. But see, exactly. and, and here's the thing. You reached inside my mind and know where I was going to draw this. Because the Taliban does exactly the same yeah. thing. The governments in Iran do the yeah. same thing. We don't trust the people to behave properly if we give them a certain thing. Yeah. We take it away. I use Romeo and Juliet because it is Shakespeare. It's something sacred. And again, to me, all art is the same, but it's sacred in our society. That art is saying that if two people are in love and can't be together, it's better to be dead and kill yourself than to not be together. 
I don't see it any differently than Human Centipede 2. Like I said, I, I don't think any of us have said they should ban Except Shane. I, I, well, I said it. You know what yeah. the sad part about this, all this is? Is that this film would probably just come and go. It yes, would. We if, never if, they, if they never mentioned it. Because it sounds it, horrible. It, it does sound horrible. That is the it greater probably point. Is horrible. But that's what's even funnier is that if they just let this go, you know, let's say a thousand people. That's what it, I've now, been saying for 20 years. But now that it's banned, mm-hmm. you are going to get people downloading it illegally. Well, I want to People will it. ship and, it to fucking Britain. I, mean, yeah, that's, I do too. That's I want to see why, it now. That's the reason why I first read Catcher in the Rye when I was a kid, right? Yeah, I heard that you, it was you, banned. Yeah, you had so no, immediately exactly. Go, oh, you had no great good. desire to explore JD Salinger. You <laughs> didn't care. Didn't you care. heard there was stuff. Yeah, by banning something, you difference. make the situation worse. Absolutely, exactly. just let it go. But the fact that there are people who have decided that you shouldn't see something is no different than KSL saying you shouldn't see the Playboy Club. It's no different than Britain saying you shouldn't see well, Human Centipede. Well, let's use too. some elementary psychology. How do you get rid of a bully? Why well, I think we should go to KSL. You ignore, you ignore it. How do you get rid of a shitty movie? You ignore it. You don't exactly. go see it. How, do you, how do you get rid of a show you don't want to watch on TV? You don't watch you vote it. With, you don't well, watch and it. the yeah. ultimate—I mean, the ultimate example is um, uh, *Married with Children*, which mm-hmm. was tanking, which Great was example. doing very badly in the so ratings. They made it more until the Midwestern Mormon housewife mounted a campaign to have it banned. Exactly, and that show became, you know, in within Fox's universe, became Flagship. a hit and ran what 10, 11 years. So you're saying Ed O'Neill should make a donation to the Mormons? Yes. Well, he should make a donation to that Mormon. <laughs> that Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. <clears throat> I just wanted to. Re- just sounds gross to me. Yeah, sure, it is. I mean, no, it <laughs> but damn it. But, 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 I mean, but, but seriously, that's now the I basis want to see of it. What, what's free speech? Yeah. That you have to defend people saying things that you hate. But what about God, even I mean, stupid no, you do. people? That's what I hate. You do have to defend the speech right. of people that I you think, disagree yes. with. I do or, not necessarily agree with what you say, but I by God, I will defend you. Yes, right. exactly. I think there are situations where the government saying this is unacceptable is wholly appropriate. In, in speech? Cases, in cases of, like, say they were banning a movie that has. Uh, Depictions of rape of a child in it. Well, there you go. Um, um, I don't know. No, I can, I, mean, I can think of a storyline where that might be important. Well, I'm talking what about, about graphic, graphic depictions. Well, you're like talking child pornography. No, kind of stuff. no. See, they're saying in Britain that this guy is getting off on it, and therefore it is bad. I'm not saying. I'm saying here that so, there's a line for the government to say like. Children under this age don't have the ability to grant consent, right? so you can't depict this. With using them, like I think that there are cases that could be made. So you don't think there could ever, ever, ever be a story? No, there was told uh, about a child rape. Uh, Hound dog. Uh, Hound with, dog. With, uh, Dakota Fanning. But Kite runner. They didn't show anything. I'm talking yeah. about graphic depictions. I'm not talking about simulated depictions. I'm talking about a movie where they shot it. Well, hasn't seen... hasn't there been a ruling that, like, computer generated kitty porn yeah. is yeah. still is still, is still banned? Yeah. So and I mean nobody's getting which I don't so which which that would be the, but that yeah. the argument would be the same I would assume in, in yeah. the, it could lead to actual harm and oh my god can see, we talk about something else that's making me sad well, I know inside. but yeah, once so. again it's it's like where is the line and I <laughs> don't know fun third show this is a third show yeah, that's mean, all it's too thinky let more drinky <laughs> 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 let me find something well stupid I can't then. help it because I'm stupid and I didn't I was not a philosophy major. all right here you go. I wasn't a philosophy major. I was a philosophy philosophy minor. A philosophy oh, what? Huge I'm not sure what philosophy well, is. Okay. <laughs> I was a philosophy. All right. I like philosophy. Okay, it's here's, my favorite. Here's a little something. Okay, fun. here we go. All right. 
Uh, Marvel rejected an Iron Man 2 scene with Tony and Pepper in bed. God damn it! It was a human centipede scene. (laughs) (laughs) Tony wakes up and yells, feed her! Feed me! (laughs) Oh my god. No, he wakes up hungover in the morning and throws up into her mouth. Gwyneth looks mad. (laughs) I can't tell. I can't see her face. I went through this on the last roleplay tour. I'm not doing it again. Uh, here's here's what it was. Ew. Uh, uh, we've seen the alternate scene, which I think should have been in the movie, where, the movie? where Tony throws up and yeah. then you know goes to the whole thing. There's so many cut scenes on the DVD, though, that should have been in the movie. They, they should have done that. Uh, here's what was originally envisioned. We wanted to open up in Iron Man 2 with Tony waking up, looking over, and seeing he's laying next to Pepper, and that they'd just slept together. And just being really freaked out, like, what's he going to do? This John Favreau he was talking about. But Marvel said no, because they were talking about the future of, like, the Avengers and, right. you know, mm-hmm. Tony and all that stuff in, in there. It says, although we had a lot of creative freedom, there was all of a sudden, there was something to protect. And the studio was already very well established. There was an Avengers agenda. There was Tony Stark agenda. And that might not fit into the agenda. But... I, I would have quite enjoyed it. It would ruin <laughs> the Scarlett it. Johansson and Gwyneth Paltrow scene would, where we, they're in bed together. That scene was just censored. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, listen, thanks, Britain. Listen, uh-huh. that scene you, was only meant to titillate. I know you <laughs> read the uh, latest issue of Iron Man. Did you read the latest issue of Iron Man? Yes. Was he flying away with a fucking bottle hanging out of his bag? Yes, he go. was. Really? Oh, I didn't look that closely. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. The new issue well, of the Invisible the new, Iron Man. That, that, those last two issues were badass. He's flying around with the, a man purse? The, the, no. the Fear Itself tie-in issues. Oh, well, where he went to Paris. And, and yes. he was just like, yeah. And so whole, basically, the great gargoyle's been turned super powerful. He's turning all of London, I mean, all of Paris into... Uh, stone statues, stone statues, and just breaking them, and and yes, and he, he's he's no longer turning people to stone for an hour. No. He's now actually fucking killing people when he, right. when he does it, Ooh. including fucking Detroit Steel gets right. fucked. And, and up. Tony is laying in this pile of rubble, and he's like, "This isn't just rubble. This is dead bodies." I'm and like he, in a, and, he I'm, and he actually says at one point, "I'm swimming in a sea of body parts," and, and, and throws, he throws up. up in the mass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and. And gets, then he then he creates this repulsor powered sword thing, and basically cuts the top of Grey Gargoyle's head off. Yeah, yeah. but now where was the bottle? Jesus. Well, he so he he remember he so he, like he gets all fucked up and his um, mm-hmm. repulsor gets it, cracked. Gets, and, gets cracked, and uh, he it's when he goes and he, he's talking to Pepper. He's like, "Oh, yeah, I just came to get some stuff to to repair myself." Oh, that, and, oh, I didn't look And then closely. he flies away. The last panel, it's a close-up on the bag, and there's the top of a bottle sticking out of his I bag. I like my drunk Iron Man. I yeah, like my, it was... Yeah. You don't I, know I, me. I, that, that title had been sort of flagging for me, but the last two issues of, of Invincible Iron Man by Matt Fraction have killed it. Yeah, they've been very good. All right. Sorry about that, guys. I just, uh, you know me. Anytime I like to bring the show down by talking about guys, I like to fight. fight, fight, fight. I like to shake Uh, titties. Titties. Uh, Anything before we before we go? Anything? Uh, While Jimmy's getting that, I've got another signing. This time at the King's English. Awesome. Jesus Christ. Why don't you stop signing books all the time? No, yeah. I want to sell. I want to sign and sell. Keep signing books, you'll never write another one. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I've already got another one written and a third one. Uh, I'm working on. 
I just want to say that the most fun you can have is go to the Salt Lake Tribune website and click on my stories over and over and over again. Governor's got to go. And, I, and I go to inthisweek.com and keep clicking on my gate column over and over go. and over again. Yay. And my big shiny robot one on City Weekly. I just want you guys to keep clicking on me over and over and over. Yeah, oh, every okay. send me a dollar. I don't have any <laughs> articles at all. In any <laughs> all right, Blu-ray and DVD releases. What you got? Robot Chicken, Star Wars 3 is coming out. Yay. Yay. Uh a movie that Vice and I saw called Mural. Oh, yeah. I liked it. Good yeah. film. It, it could have gotten a little bit more disturbing. It's about a girl who is raised in the Palestinian War. And it's, really, and, and and it's, and it's sexy, sexy Frida Pinto from Rise of the Planet. Oh, oh, she's so like gorgeous. Her. Jesus. I like her. Uh, Entourage Season 7 is coming out. Brazil is being put on Blu-ray. Oh. oh. Which version? I don't know. Just said Brazil. It, there, it, there are multiple uh, versions the, of Brazil. No, the, the version that's coming out, I believe, has several versions on it. Actually, yeah. the okay. theatrical cut and oh, the director's like cut, and you know how hard it is to find the director's cut of that movie. Yeah. I mean, the, the, well, the theatrical cut's a, a whole different beast too. It's interesting to see how different those two movies are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, Matthew McConaughey in the Lincoln Lawyer. It's good, really good legal thriller. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, Dino Croc versus Super Gator. Love it. Why? Why not? God, Why so isn't terrible. that banned? It's so fucking terrible. Why isn't that banned? Uh, don't watch Arthur because um, Russell, Russell Brand's a cunt. Russell Brand's a douchebag. Watch the first one. So go watch Rango instead. So why why is Russell Brand a douchebag? Because he can't act for shit. Yeah, okay. God, he's terrible. And he uh, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, video game wise, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows two comes out. So play that instead of NCAA Football twelve. <laughs> <laughs> So, those football games suck. What do, you, what do you guys know about the last Harry Potter movie? I mean, are they... I heard he dies in the end. No, he doesn't. I, want him, I really want to. He does You know what? Actually, no, I take it back. He does. He should have. He does die at the end of the, of the last book. Does he it's die cool. come back to life in his... Alert. I'm sorry if you haven't read the his last Harry Potter is, book. He is the last it's, of the horse so he does have to die in order to live more unless it's douchey. Like, it's not a spoiler for a book that came out four years ago. That guy, if they had killed him off in the end, it would have been so much better. That's my opinion. What's you a hate Harry Potter? That's, the, that's a true hero. What, what's a Harry Potter? What a he's Harry a, Plopper? Oh, I'll tell you later. He's, oh, a, okay. he's, a, he's, he's a he's a human boy. centipede. He's the receiving end. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I like him. Uh, for Shannon, I have a recommendation. What's that? Because I know you like the six million dollar <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh my god, I do too. I do too. And this is a a, a comic book uh, continuation uh, with with Kevin Smith writing it. Shut okay. what the front door. It's called the Bionic Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yes. Uh, it's in comic book form. It is uh, uh, Kevin Smith. It says. Uh, and it's uh, Steve uh, Austin. Yeah. It's it's. No 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 no. This is this is Kevin Smith's six million dollar man. Oh, that he wanted to make into a movie from 1998, based on the TV series that you love. Which I've never understood why they does he live in the woods with Sasquatch and other lovers. No. Oh my God! And the Venus probe shows up. It's uh, the Dynamite comic. It's called The Bionic Man, set to debut in August, followed by a Bionic Woman series. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a comic series? Comic book series. Oh. I'm Zorro. in. in. Dynamite so put out the Zorro comics, which I thought were going to suck, but they were really, really good. Matt Wagner wrote them, and they, they got a really mm-hmm. good artist to work on them. Uh, really good. Uh, Kevin, Smith says, Kevin Smith says about this, he says, True story, when I turned in the script for The Six Million Dollar Man back in 98... There was an executive who dismissed it as being more like a comic book than a movie. And so that's what he's done, is he's taken the script, right. comic book. So the guy was like, this is too good to be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my recommendation to you. Oh, I, 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 I well, 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 here's my confession about Bionic Man. I keep saying that if I ever get a tattoo, 
it will be what? Of the roll-up sleeve. The so roll-up sleeve. We all have tattoo ideas. Like the action from, figure. Yeah, from yeah. the action I figure. Thought... I want to have the bionic modules on my arm. I have told people about the challenge that I gave I to you about the shield. About the cap shield. If... And they, every time they're like, if they fucking, they're like, if he does that, I'll be, I will wait by the, the tattoo chair and, <laughs> and watch this happen. The challenge is, is if the Captain America movie is in fact good. But we have to vote. I uh, will. Yeah, we all have to vote if it's good enough for me to get a tattoo of the shield. I, I voted it is going, already. I'm still going for the champ stamp. Yeah. <laughs> but, if it, but if it's good, if it's good, Carrie walks out of the theater, straight into a tattoo chair. And John McAfee's sitting there. Yeah. At, at, at heart of the cool. cool. do it. And puts a fucking shield on him. Uh, right on, right above we the We get one of the best tattoo artists <laughs> well, in town to do this yeah. thing. Well, I think we could do it. And it's got to be it, exactly one half inch bigger around than this can. Yeah, it'd be about <laughs> as big around as a beer can. That's, yeah. that's the size I'm you put looking it, like, for. on your arm. You no. decide where you want it. Right above his ass. Ooh, yeah. although, although, you know what else would be a good tattoo? To have your arm done like the uh, cybernetic arm that Bucky had. Oh, the Winter Soldier. That'd be quite. That'd be a long time. I'll tell you what. But I think the shield's a good idea. Sell sponsorship. If this does happen, I want Jeff there next to me, holding my hand, and him getting the bionic uh, modules. Modules. And 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 I I always talk about the Tron disc. I'll be honest. Like, if you get it, the first one you'd sit down and you would just get the outline. It would. Oh, it yeah. wouldn't be the color. Yeah. But that's fine. But it's just... Yeah. It's well, I'll have to progress. finish it. I'll have to finish Why wouldn't you get the color? Because he You have wouldn't. to wait for it to oh. heal. Yeah, yeah, I want it to heal. Yeah. I mean, you know, John's going uh, to heal. S- seriously, yeah. here, seriously, here's my challenge to people to find the exact design of those bionic <laughs> modules because I have not been able to find them online mm. so far. Yeah, I'll just get my $6 million man action, action figure out of the... Figure, and draw it. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. That's how we do it. Although I don't have time to do it. I'll, I'll, although I think it would be you funny to have a fake things. rubber sleeve rolled up over I think it would be funny if you actually replaced your arm with a plastic doll's arm. <laughs> Just cut that fucker off. <laughs> then I could give myself the stranger even more often. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note... <gasps> yes? Feed more ham! <laughs> Jimmy was going to sing. <laughs>